Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Don't forget, you can follow her on Facebook at The Greyhound Girl. Hi everyone. On this episode of the podcast, I catch up with New South Wales Central Coast-based trainer Jeff Eaton, who had a terrific night at Gosford last Tuesday evening with a winning treble from the same litter. He backed it up again on Saturday night with one of the other litter mates who came second on Tuesday winning at Wentworth Park, and we had a great chat about how he got started in greyhound racing and, of course, some helpful advice for anyone looking to pick up the lead and collar. I hope you enjoy this episode. Firstly, I mean, I'll have to talk about, um, you know, your litter mates that are just going absolutely gangbusters, the Aussie Infrared Zipping Oaks litter. Three of them won at uh, Gosford on Tuesday and then, you know, the, the fella Red Bull Rocket got the cash at Wentworth Park last night. You must be stoked with how good they're going. Yeah, oh, yeah they're pretty good. No, look, to be honest, they're no champions, but they're good bread and butter dogs. You know, like the, the mum I raced zipping oaks and she was the same I, we bought her pretty cheap and yeah no she was a she was a good handy little bitch but we only bought her for the breeding and yeah so it's paid off yep what did you make of the run last night like obviously he, he went into it as one of the the favorite runners but yeah were you uh were you pleased with how he went oh look i was over the moon because he's the sort of dog that he, he hasn't got great early speed and you know, he misses the kick sometimes but he goes He's a good, honest dog, and once he hits the ground, he can get going. But he needs to get to that rail. And with the box four last night, he just he just got caught out a little bit wide because he's he's, he's got a little bit more race sense now as well. Yep. And uh, yeah, so he got bumped at the first turn. I thought where I was at the box, I couldn't see what he was doing. And uh, yeah, but once he got around the back there, he he, he opened up, and then once he got in front, he, I I thought it'd be hard to run down because he's. He's a very strong dog, especially on the lure. Yep. Well, I was going to say that 11.82 run home, that must have been pleasing as well. Well, yes, for sure, because I, we've had some good dogs in the past and, you know, they're, they're all good front runners and, yeah, they were always struggling to break the 12. So yep. uh, to, run that, to run that, I was uh, more than happy. Any plans for him going forward now? Are you going to keep him at Wentworth Park? Oh, well, we're thinking of probably going back there Wednesday night this, next week because uh, we've got... A couple of the uh, sisters are going to run down there, hopefully, on, uh, like we're going to take um, She's Stylish, which beat him at the garden. She's a good bitch. She's a good, strong uh, uh, runner as well. And Miss Mila, yep. we're going to take her down, give her a run because she's, you know, she's as good as the rest. Of I think the bitch is actually a, a little bit better than, than um, Red Bull Rocket. Yeah, right. Yep. Yep. Well, I was going to say, out of the ones that won on Tuesday, was there any any one of them in particular that impressed you the most? Oh, look, they're all... Miss Mila was, was a great run for her because she missed the kick. She's a good big... She's a good um, box dog most of the times. And she just... You know, she just... She's very excitable and she just missed the jump. But she's such a good railer as well and... You know, once she got on that rail and she railed on the home turn and she just ran home you know, nice and strong as well. So, um, yeah, well, she's definitely a 500-metre bitch. And I thought, well, we're going down there on Wednesday. We'll, we'll give them a bell down there as well. Yep. Has Zipping Oaks got any more pups coming through? Um, I gave her away to um, 
Jennifer and Ray Maitland. And, and uh, as far as I know, when she comes on season, I think they're going to go back to um, uh, Aussie Infrared. Yeah, nice. Uh, nice. That line. Now, like, Zipping H, she, uh, the first litter was by my stud dog, uh, the Green Logie. Yep. And they're going pretty well over. I sent them over to New Zealand. And uh, they're all C5s over there. Uh, they've, they've made the top grade over there, and they've done pretty well. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so she's thrown some, you know, like she's thrown some good, uh, some good dogs. Yep. So, and, and we've got four in the kennel that three are injured that uh, we're just finishing breaking them in because we've got so many of them, and yeah, one of them shaping up to be um, got a bit of talent as well, and the other three have got issues with their metacarpal at the moment, so they'll be up for another couple of weeks before I bring them back again and and yeah but they're all they're all got some ability yep no excellent no that's what I was going to say have you got any um any other runners in your kennel that you sort of are pretty keen on that are going to you know go well going forward yeah well we've got one we haven't named it yet but um we've got a new grandchild so like she'll be the that name will be uh like her name's Luella so it'll be you know we'll, we'll get a either Miss Luella or something like that yep. and, you know, into the into our systems because all our dogs are named after the grandkids. Yeah, nice. And, yeah, so, um, yeah, so we've got, like I said, there's four more coming through. Uh, they've been a bit slower than the others, but um, they've certainly showed that they've got talent. Yep. Uh, hopefully we can, uh, uh, you know, like win a few races. But, you know, it's a lot different story once they go to the track. But, you know, they might show it in trials and, and things like that, but once you get them to the track, it can be a different story. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Is speaking going back to speak about Legrand Logie? Is he, you know, if not the best, one of the better dogs you've had uh, throughout your career? Oh, look, he's the look. He was the first dog we had, and he was just he was a great dog. He was um, he was great in the kennel. He was great. Like he just knew what was going on on race day. He was he was you know he knew when race day was on and. He was just a pure race dog, and, and you know, um, yeah, he's got a place at our place all the time. But you know, he's gone now. Yeah, is he okay? Yep, yep. Yeah. And he had a he like you know had a couple of litters um, hit the ground and that, and they were very consi- like very consistent dogs too that he ended oh, up producing. Yeah. Oh look, yeah, they were because you know because like he was no great dog but he was you know because we trained him and, and, and you know like we um we know a little bit more than than uh what we did back then like things have changed in the last 10 years as as far as we started training like what i did in the 70s yeah and you know like there's a bit old hat and that and he got yeah he was like i said he was just he was just such a good dog and he was such an honest dog and yeah he was yeah, but he yeah he threw a couple of good uh, um, some good uh, you know not champions again but they were good they were good money spinners for for us so yeah. they kept us going to keep the kennels going for, for you know like down the track and that so um, yeah but he was yeah, he was the best dog we, we haven't I always keep on saying to people and you know, they say oh he's a good dog I said but he's no green Logie like we haven't had one yet yeah. Um, as good as him, we've had Blazing Carter and and uh, like a Blazing. We had a line of, like from Regal Blaze, which was through a good litter of. You know, we had um, 
like there was Blazing Logie, Blazing um, Fletch, Blazing Audrey, Blazing Savannah, and um, uh, Blazing Carter. You know, you know, they all, well, they. They won us over two hundred thousand dollars, but we had to send a couple of them over to New Zealand because they went off a little bit, and uh, they won a lot of races over there, you know, running group races. And yeah, like there's still, like I said, I always comment, there's still no Le Grand Lake. You know, <laughs> they were good dogs, but you know, he was just something special we had. And, you know, if we can get it, if we ever get another one like him, it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be a good thing. I think he only got to go back and look at his, his record and the number of finals he made. I, I still remember the knot he, he runs second in the Maitland Cup and, you know, he was pretty big odds in that final. And, yeah, even things like that, you must look back and, and say, well, he only got beat three quarters of a length. But, yeah, it must have been a, a big thrill for yourselves. Oh, it was. Like, you know, not only that, um, like when we went down to Hillsville, like we went down to Hillsville and we when we went down there, people were saying, oh, you're not going to have much chance here. You're running against a dog that was a group winner. And they said, oh, dogs that come from Sydney have trouble coming up, going up the straight. But I knew, well, this is a dog that always run consistently 18.5 and 15.3 up Redhead all the time yep. as a pup. And we took him down there. We thought, oh, he'd have a, half, you know, he'd have a bit of a show. And he broke the 19. First look at the track. And I can't remember the name of the dog that he beat, but he was a length and a half outside the track record going up the straight. And, you know, uh, things didn't pan out the next week. Uh, we went there and he drew the one. We thought he was going to be pretty good there, but the track was very wet on the inside of the rail there that day and he didn't like running in that. He just shifted out a bit, running exactly the same time. He ran fourth and they broke the track record to beat him. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, so like I said, he, he's just, he was just a marvellous dog. Yeah, no, definitely, no, definitely. I've, I've got a lot of good memories of him, and he won me a lot of money too over the years, which was <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't bet that much, but, you know, I, I've got friends of ours that just follow us all the time, and, and they said, like, Le Grand Logie, they used to take him with the field all the time. Yeah, that's you know, right. With, with trifectas <laughs> and things like that, and there was always some, a roughie got up, run second or third, and, yeah, like... They, you know, they always saying that they made a bit of a, a quid off him. Yep. Oh, look, he was yeah. he was always there whereabouts, you know. Like, you knew what you were going to get with him every time he stepped out. Oh, exactly. Like, he was a good box dog. Like I said, he he knew, I was only talking to uh, a friend last night, the dog, and that he knew that, like, when he won the Christmas gift heat, he was um, getting pressured on the inside. The dog was coming up on the rail. But he closed off that rail. He was that sort of like dog that he wouldn't let a dog pass. And if a dog tried to go around the outside of him, he'd, he'd just work his way out a little bit so you couldn't get past him. You know, he just, he just seemed to have a cunning sense uh, of that. You know, so it was just, yeah, it was just unbelievable the way he actually, he, you know, like he, he performed on the track. And once he got in front, it was always a hard dog to, to run down. And it's rare to find these days two dogs like that that just, you know, consistent all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a good litter, that one, that, that we, uh, when we bought him, there was, uh, like, the Proctors had a couple of them. They won a couple of group races. But, you know, we got off a big money for him uh, when he when he first PT'd up at Mainly. I think he ran 22.39 in a PT. And a guy rung me up, and, well, he offered me $90,000 for him. 
and well, yeah, right. Carol, they could have offered us a million dollars. Carol wouldn't have accepted anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, well, we got offered money for Red Bull Rocket. Um, uh, Blood wanted to buy Red Bull Rocket for, you know, just under 10000 And, like, yeah, but anyway, he's won nearly that uh, in the last two weeks. So, yep. Um, yeah, but anyway, getting back to, to the lady, like, yeah, he, uh, yeah, we got offered good money for him and we just didn't, you know, we thought we'll have more fun with him. And that's what it was about for us. It wasn't about the money. It was about having fun. Like, yep. we, we enjoy going to the dogs as... We've made a lot of friends. You, know, you get you get the aunties and, and things like that. And people are, that are a bit jealous of you as well. But you know that's life. That, that happens with anything. But you know he, he we had a lot of fun with him, and it was just great for him. That you know like when we went, you know, it was always a chance. It was always a chance to to to, to uh, once you put him in that box, you knew he was going to have a go. Yeah, definitely. No, exactly right. How long have you been a trainer? Were you training dogs before um, you met Carol, or did you guys start out together? Well, well that's how we met, actually, because back in the 70s when uh, my brother and I, we had dogs back then. We didn't have you know, very good dogs, but um, uh, we, you know, like I said, if I'd have known what I know now back then, because we never used to get our dogs checked and we tried to, we didn't know anything. It was just a bit of, because we were sportsmen all the time, we were at our sports, and and we just, you know, it was just a bit of fun. We just done a bit of travelling around, and we used to do a lot of gambling back then. Yeah, me and the brother, <laughs> we used to go, we'd, we'd go to like Richmond Dogs, and uh, I don't know whether you remember a guy called Alan Kelly he used to be the secretary of Richmond Race Club. He used to be a cricketer as well, and that's how we sort of like got into it because uh, we bought a pup off uh, uh, one of the guys that he knew. Uh, a bitch called uh, Gazebo Miss, I think, and that was our first dog. And we, yeah, he done no good, but yeah, we done a bit of running around with that, and uh, that's how it all started. Then I met Carol through going to uh, the single lines breaking in dogs. Ah, oh, right, and, yep, yeah, because um, we uh, used to take our dogs there to, to break in, and we knew them through the track and things like that, and that's how it all started. That, 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 that was me downfall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I going to have to edit that bit out? We <laughs> <laughs> might have to, but anyway. Um, but anyway, speak like, we speak like that all the time, you know. But yep. that's, the way, that's the way the girls are. Like, all, they're all, you know, they'll tell you what they think, so you don't, you don't hold back. They give, they give as good as what you, you know. What they get. So, yep, yep. Uh, I'll say that much. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. We can beat that one there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's And then you know, we we got married. We got we had a few kids. All my boys, uh, very talented sportsmen. Like, like uh, Scott, who actually trains dogs now. Yep. He was a world ranked tennis player. And oh wow. Luke, he's, he, yeah, he's a civil engineer now. He was a top grade. Uh, well, he was a top uh, Australian junior champion as well and Sean uh, he's the youngest of our uh, um, boys he uh, he uh, used to open back for Randwick, played in England and, and done a bit of touring over there and played you know, he's uh, you know, actually married an English girl uh, met a girl over in uh, England yeah, she now they live here in uh, Australia, still plays a bit of cricket and yeah, they have three lovely uh, kids so, um, yeah, then, yeah, and once once they've got a bit older, 
Scott got us back into the dog because he was always interested in the dogs. Yeah, right. And, and then we we had a bit of interest in dogs and things like that. We had uh, dogs getting trained by someone else. And anyway, we we decided, oh, we'll take a couple on because there's not much doing now with the sport. We don't run around like we used to. And, yeah, we ended up buying the Grand Logie and another bitch called... Uh, um, Oh, jeez, I can't think. I know her kennel name was Candy. It was white. Um, she was beautifully bred, but, yeah, she won a few races. She actually won in Winnie Park and that. But, yeah, that's where it all started from. And, yeah, it just got bigger and bigger. And, yeah. Now you do the whole lot. You you breed right up to – do you break in your own as well? Yeah, we break in our own. Yep. We, we found that you send them away. Like, you've got to book in 18 months ahead of them. Exactly. And, you know, like – I, I helped out when, uh, like in our single days and that, um, Carol always worked on the on the property with her mum and dad, breaking them in, and you know, they were probably one of the best around to break in dogs. So, you know, I, and when I do something, I always examine what goes on. I take everything in, and, um, yeah, so the, the, uh, we learned a lot off, the, off George and Joan, breaking them in, and, yeah, well, Scott's got his... Well, I put in a bull ring at his place, and yeah, so we use we use the bull ring there, and we just put them up the straight. We've got a little bit of a, a straight at our place that we we get them to chase behind a uh, a um, just a normal like a, a winder lure, see if they're a bit interested. Yep. And yeah, we just go up to Scott's once we think that they're okay. We'll put them up redhead, and then we'll take them to the gardens or Gosford, and yeah, they go from there. Yeah, nice. Now you were saying, obviously, your, your training methods have changed a little bit. What um, you know, what sort of advice could you give for anyone that may be looking to get into training? Because, like you said, and I've spoken to a number of people about this, it has changed quite a bit. Like, you know, my dad says, "Oh, yeah, we used to walk dogs around the street," and he said, "Now, you know, people wouldn't even be game to do that. Like, it, it's it's all about you know free galloping, like you said, putting them behind the drag and stuff." But yeah, what what do you, have you found works for you guys the best? Yeah, well, look, we're still a bit old school. We we don't have the facilities like some people where they've got runs and things like that, but we trial our dogs a fair bit. Uh, you, you probably notice how we run our dogs, um, you know, especially the 400-metre dogs. Like, we run them, you know, twice. We might try and run We run them within about, like, a, a two, twice in a 10-day in a period. But sometimes it's, it's, it's in a seven-day period. And things like that, like that's where they get it. But we put them on the walker. We got, I we walk all our dogs in the morning, yep. and then we put them on the walker for for a, a reasonable amount of time. But I think it's it's the thing is with it, they're regularly wormed, regularly. You know, we do the flea treatment. Everything's everything. What we do is we give them the best of everything. You know, like they get the best of the meat, and like you know, they get the, the best food. We we don't give them. Uh, I don't give them um, a lot of vitamins and supplements and that. We give them, we, well, I um, blend up vegetables. Yep. You know, I, I blend up vegetables every morning for them and they all get a, a, you know, a serving of that and you know, there's eggs and whatever that they get. But, yeah, it's, there's no, um, yeah, we don't, you know, the thing's different and we get them checked regularly. They get fed it and, and check regularly. Whereas I think when in the earlier days, um, we didn't. Well, I didn't do that, that much because you know we lived in Sydney and it wasn't as, as 
readily available as today. And, and we always go to PDI. I have a permanent appointment with Peter. And, you know, I, I'm pretty handy with checking them out myself. And if I think, you know, like even Carol, like we, we're looking at it, she says, oh, that dog's a bit lame. So we'll take it up to Peter on the Monday and get things checked out. But, but generally speaking, I think the, the bottom line is you've got to have a good line. Yes. Uh, if, you, if you don't have the good line, like we've got the Regal Blaze line and we've got that zipping line, and, you know, like you've got to have that line. If you don't have the right line, well, I think you know, you've got to have the good breed. It shows, it shows with us what we've got, yeah? Yep. Do you like to look for bitches that, you know, have performed well on the track um, and have got the good bloodlines, sort of that, that nice mix, or is there something in particular you look for when you're breeding? Well, see, with the breeding, I, I don't have a lot. We'll put it, I, I, we're not breeding anymore. I said what we do now is, is we give them out to people uh, because it's just uh, it's too hard to to what we do now as far as, as a race kennel and having young pups like to rear and to breed and, and rear young pups. It's a big, big job. Uh, to do it properly, that is. Yeah. And, a lot of, you know, I don't know what other people do, but, you know, I've got a, that little bitch that run, uh, she's not all that fast. Uh, I think Ozzy Audrey, a name. She's had 15 starts and run uh, placing eight times. But I held her in my hand for the first two weeks of her life just to keep her alive. And, yeah, you know, like we, we you know, you go through those sort of things as a breeder and, you know, to, just to keep them, to get them, to survive and yeah yes yeah, so, uh, it, it's pretty tough but yeah getting back to the the um what we look for is my son scott he's right into it as far as what the lines are he, he, he will bring me up and say oh look that there's a you know there's a bitch here that's that's a well actually um we bought it it was a, a sister to uh fernando fernando bale it was so well bred and yeah, so we end up, you know, wanted to end up buying it. So yep. uh, she didn't perform all that well on the track, but yeah, I think the line is what you've got to go for. Like, um, more so, yeah, they perform on the track, you know, um, yeah, that, that's that's a bonus. But we've had uh, good bitches that have performed on the track um, and haven't thrown all that crash hot, you know. But, um, but yeah, we get, we, we mainly go for what, uh, for a line. Right? That's the, the main thing. I think it, 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 you know, breeding will, will show up in, in any breed. Yep. Uh, the, the, the line will carry on. Like we, we had a bitch called Regal Blaze. Now she's thrown bitches like uh, Ring the Bell, Bells are Ringing. Like not so much her first litter, but her second, like from her, um, her like her second litter from from her daughters that are, that are throwing them on. Yeah. And then we, we had, uh, like I said, that Blazing uh, uh, Carter and all that, and they were out of her as well. But, yeah, she threw Aston Blero, and there was, there was, there was a lot in, and, and all that line. And, uh, yeah, my son could probably speak more about how what where they go back to as far as um, the previous, you know, like size and that, because he's always saying, oh, Look, he always said about Lagrand Lake. He's got that uh, the uh, the line of Brett Lee in it as, as well. 
and you know he, he always goes on about you know he liked that and yeah so we get a lot of advice from scott because he's always ringing up and saying oh there's a dog here for sale and <laughs> you know uh, i say to him mate, mate you buy it <laughs> you buy it <laughs> but um, yeah no it's it's always been fun for us and, and that's uh but it does get uh testing on you some days oh but, definitely uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you're going, there's no, there's no breaks, rain, hail or shine. Um, I always remember, and uh, <coughs> George was alive, he said he loved doing the dog. He said all he could remember is when, when it rains, he said he just loved that water trickling down your back. And every time every time it rains at our place, I always think of George and telling me that, like, you know, and I always think, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so-and-so. <laughs> I've had anybody running around with water trickling down my back. But, yeah, it's... Yeah, rain, hail, or shine, three hundred and sixty-five days a year. You gotta, you gotta be dedicated. Otherwise, don't do it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Greyhound Girl podcast and for your ongoing support of not only this podcast but of Greyhound racing in general. Remember, you can follow Dimity at the Greyhound Girl on Facebook.